Welcome back to the Darkness Inside Podcast, Episode 9. Today, we're going to be diving into the concept of reincarnation. This is a very complex concept to talk about because it's just one of those topics that people have different opinions on. It is also part of that question of what happens to humans when they die. Some believe that when you die, that's it, there's nothing else. But others believe that there is an afterlife or another dimension that we go to after we leave this dimension. Reincarnation is the belief that your non-physical essence begins a new life in a different body. For at least 3,000 years, various religions have believed in the concept of reincarnation, which means that the individual that has died has been reborn into another body. The belief most likely arose independently in different areas, and this was followed by periods in which the concept spread to other regions. It has spread so much to the point that there are more people alive that believe in reincarnation than those that do not. Even in cultures such as the US and Western Europe that did not have a predominant belief in reincarnation, now, 20 to 30% of the, pop- of the population holds this belief. When someone is reincarnated, the physical body dies, but the soul comes back in another body. The soul may not inhabit the same species. Similar to religions that believe in an eternal heaven or hell, destiny, the former person reincarnates into largely depends on their earthly deeds. The most prominent religions that promote this belief belong to the Central Asian regions and include Buddhism, Hinduism, and Sikhism. Even though these religions and regions believe in reincarnation, they also have differences in their beliefs. When it comes to Christianity and Islam, they do not believe in the concept of reincarnation. There are so many stories out there about reincarnation. I'm going to be telling you two stories that I found the most interesting. The first one is about Luke Roman from Cincinnati, Ohio. Luke's mom, Erica, says that at the age of two, he started mentioning the name Pam. Of course, she kind of brushed it off because what kid doesn't have an imaginary friend? His parents often remarked about their son's strange behavior. When it, came to, when it came to things like safety at home, crossing the road, or drinks that were too hot or too cold, he took these things very seriously. Usually, these were things that a normal two-year-old would not be concerned about. As he grew older, he still kept, um, he still kept mentioning Pam and how he used to wear earrings or how he used to have his hair like. It wouldn't be until he was five that he would claim that he used to be Pam in a past life. They didn't know a Pam, so she asked him for more detail. He described described Pam as a girl with black hair. This is when he told his mom, Well, I used to be, but I died and went to heaven and I saw God and eventually God pushed me back down. When I woke up, I was a baby and you had named me Luke. She was so stunned by what her son had just told her 
So she just kept asking him for more details and how he had died in his past life and stuff like that. All he said, yeah, it was a fire. And he made a motion with his hand, like if he was jumping off a building. He told her how he had died in a tall building and had traveled through Chicago in a train. Erica, Luke's mom, was so confused by all of this because they didn't know Pam and they had never been to Chicago. Also, they weren't a religious family, so they hadn't talked to Luke about God or heaven. Erica, surprised by everything her son had told her, started doing her own research on the internet. She then discovered a story about a fire that had happened in a hotel in Chicago in 1993. This fire had happened at the Paxson Hotel in Chicago in 1993 and had claimed the lives of 19 people. She found out that one of the fatalities had been a 34-year-old black woman named Pamela Robinson. The parents wanted to test the boy and after obtaining a picture of Pam Robinson, mixed it in with other female photos and asked Luke if he could show them who Pam was. Luke immediately picked the photo of Pam, of Pam Robinson. They then contacted Pam's daughter and discovered that the child and her late mom enjoyed the same kind of music. But soon after um, meeting Pam's daughter, Luke just appeared to let this memory go. Um, His mom says it was like he just got it out. He was finished with this and had nothing more to say about it. This is one of the stories that stood most out, that stood out to me the most, because it was a woman coming back into the opposite sex. Also, how confusing would it be to have your child tell you that he used to be a woman in a past life? Like, that's just something that our brains wouldn't comprehend. Because that's exactly how Luke's parents felt. Now I'm going to tell you the second story that I found interesting. Um, This story is about James Leininger. He was born April 10, 1998 in San Francisco, California. His parents say that that he started expressing details about his past life between the ages of 2 and 5. When James was 22 months old, um, his father took him to the James Covenant Flight Museum in Dallas. There he was so transfixed by the sight of the World War II planes and at the end of the visit, his dad basically had to force him to leave. When he was almost two years old, his mother passed by a toy shop and found a bin with some toys in it. She found a propeller plane that she knew James would love. She handed it to him and told him that it, ha- um, that it even had a little bomb under the plane. He told her, that's not, a, that's not a bomb, mommy. It's a drop tank, in his little two-year-old voice. She had no idea what a drop tank was. Later, she would find out that it was an extra fuel tank so that the aircraft could extend their range. Shortly after turning two, James started having nightmares. He would have nightmares at least five times a week. He would kick and scream and yell. Airplane crash, plane on fire, little man can't get out. 
At 28 months, his parents started questioning him. And this is when he started telling them that the little man from his nightmares was him and that his plane had been shot down by the Japanese. Weeks later, he would give his parents more details, saying that his name had been James also, and that he had flown a Corsair airplane, and he had flown from a boat, and he said the name of the boat was Natoma. Although it sounded like Japanese, their son insisted that it was American. In the coming months, he added more detail about his past life. He told his parents that he had a friend who was also a pilot named Jack Larson and that his plane had been shot down near Iwo Jima. He would play with um he would play with planes and crash them into the furniture. He also started drawing aerial battles between the Japanese and Americans with planes crashing, um bullets and bombs exploding. When buckling himself into the back of the car, he would often mime putting on headgear. Bruce, who was James' dad, started doing the research because he was feeling uncomfortable um, about his son recalling this so-called past life. He didn't know how to feel about reincarnation. He knew that the Corsair was a World War II airplane. Searching the internet, he found USS Natoma Bay and that it was um, that it used to be an aircraft carrier in the Pacific during World War II and two operations in Iwo Jima. Also that Jack Larson had been based on that ship. Then he found James McReady Huston Jr. of Pennsylvania who'd been, um, who'd been killed near Iwo Jima at age 21. An exception was that his plane had been shot down in a FM-2 Wildcat, not a Corsair. Veterans could recall no, no Corsairs at Natoma Bay. It turns out that his sister Anne was still alive and was willing to meet with the family. She had a picture of James, her brother, standing next to a Corsair, so it probable that he did fly the Corsair plane at some point. The family went to a reunion of veterans from that ship and James, just by hearing the voice of one of those veterans, immediately recognized who he was and even knew his name. Anne also verified that James knew stuff about their family that her brother would have known. He knew that um, her father had been an alcoholic He knew about a painting that had been passed down throughout the family. Um, So she was convinced that he was her brother reborn. James gave an interview um, when he was 15 at the time, saying that the nightmares and those memories just stopped after he visited the site of the airplane crash. Of course, that there are skeptics out there that try to find ways to discredit these stories. Or people that say the families made these stories up just to get famous and get some money. To me, it's just a concept that is so hard to think about sometimes. But so many stories out there and so many religions that believe in reincarnation. It's just like, what if? I feel as humans, we're always trying to find our purpose in this life. Or what happens to us after we die. It's just those questions that who knows if we will ever find answers for. I highly recommend 
if you have Amazon Prime, watch the series, The Ghost Inside My Child. Some of those stories literally gave me goosebumps. And then um, there's also books out there. I know James's family um, wrote a book about his story. So if you guys are readers, you know, just pick up those books. And if you guys are interested, just read them. Uh, Well, this is all I have for you guys today on this episode on reincarnation. It is something that really gets you thinking. Also, thank you for participating on Instagram when I ask you guys about topics. It really helps me out. Thank you for listening and supporting. I really appreciate it. Stay safe out there. See you in the next episode. And remember, be aware of the darkness inside.